if my wife and my children are sound mind and body and have a good religious or faithful background and are stable mentally, that enables me to do whether I'm a civilian, whether I'm a retiree or a military service member, that enables me to work towards my units and my uh, military's mission. Welcome to the Bluff Podcast, where you get the bottom line up front and we won't waste your time. Hello and welcome back to the Bluff Line Podcast. I am your host, Command Sergeant Major Juan Jimenez, coming at you from Redstone Arsenal. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the podcast today. Again, it's the bottom line up front where we bring you some information to help push out messaging, push out information to keep you well informed of what goes on around the Redstone area and community, but also to reach out to all those out there that want to listen in as we uh, interview different people and bring you some information that might be useful to you guys out there uh, in the community, the workforce, or anywhere you might be stationed. We are a information line bringing you some great information. And again, for today's episode, just like all other episodes, we get the opportunity to bring in a special guest. And by all means, uh, you guys' feedback is very important. Continue to send that feedback in. If you'd like to listen to somebody or have somebody on the show get interviewed so they can talk a little bit about themselves and what they do, by all means, it's it's great to, to see perspective from others and see what they do to help out not only the community, but you know even our country. What I'd like to do today is introduce our very special guest that we have on the show today, and his name is Mr. Brian Copeland, which is our CR2I, which is our integrator for the CR2 program. I'm going to let him talk a little bit about this program and a little bit about him, but as we get started, I'm going to pass the mic over to Mr. Brian Copeland and let him... Tell us a little bit about his background and career in the Army and, and what really drew him to be part of Redstone's CR2C program and the integrator for the CR2I program. Over to you. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you, Sergeant Major, you and the Colonel, for providing me the opportunity to talk about this program and furthermore be part of the Redstone Garrison. Sergeant Major, so I'm a, I'm a soldier. I came in the Army in 1985, and I stayed 29 years. So the CR2C program is twofold for me, one as a soldier and the other as a civilian. I became part of the The reason why I came here to Redstone, because I was in Korea from 2010 to 2020. I've held various jobs in Korea, but the most important and satisfying job to me was working as in the ASAP program, which is the Army Substance Abuse Program, as the Risk Reduction Program Coordinator. So... I was responsible for identifying and working together with all of the installation service providers to mitigate high-risk behaviors. Now, there's civilians over there, but that program was soldier-centric. Uh, and with over 8,000 soldiers in the Young Sun community, it was a very, very beneficial job, not only to me and gratifying to me, but also to the community and the leadership. So... Doing that job for two years, then I went back to logistics in Korea, and this job became available. So fortunately and luckily for me, my current supervisor, 
Ms. Gina Coger uh, hired me. Uh, coming back to the CR2, coming here as a CR2I, the integrator, I felt that it was beneficial not only to me, but I also wanted to be part of a great community that contributed to the success of the Redstone Arsenal as well as the uh, overall health of the community. This is a great place to be, Sergeant Major, and I'm thankful that I'm here. Well, I'll, I'll tell you that uh, I'm sure a lot of people are interested in and uh, in finding out a little bit about you and a little bit about the program as we get kicked off. First and foremost, thank you for your service uh, to the United States Army and our country. It's uh, it's def definitely a, uh, a a breath of fresh air to see that our non-commissioned officers out there that uh, have served are continuing to serve in a civilian capacity and continue to help out not only soldiers but our civilian workforce as well and I would tell you that I didn't really know the amount of work that a civilian employee really puts out till I got to Redstone Arsenal. You know, when I was at Fort Hood, you know, we're doing soldier stuff. We're really soldier centric. And then you come out here where um, they kind of flip the script and uh, most of the workforce is civilian based and you have a small community of soldiers. Uh, it really opens, it opened my eyes to an understanding of how hard our civilian workforce really works for the accomplishment of the mission of our soldiers, the mission of our uh, country. You know, they really stick their uh, hand out there. You know, I always see it as a hand up to, to ensure that uh, we're getting taken care of as green suitors, but also civilians are being taken care of as well. And I'll tell you, as we dive into the CR2C program, you know, I would just kind of ask you what your role as a CR2I is for Redstone Arsenal. Okay, so let me talk about what the CR2C is. So the CR2C is the Commander's Readiness and Resilient Council. So what that is comprised of is three working groups that work together collectively, as well as the installation service providers and the stakeholders. We have the responsibility to ensure that we provide the basic needs and services that we monitor and come up with initiatives to ensure that Redstone Arsenal is a healthy, safe community. The overall health and welfare of this community is one, of the senior commander's uh, priorities. So we are here to ensure that we support the senior commander as well as the other commanders and directors on this installation. And more importantly, the personnel that live, work, and play in Redstone, we have the responsibility to ensure that we are a health, healthy community overall. And so my responsibility, like I stated earlier as the Community Readiness and Resilient Integrator, is uh, to be part of a coalition and a team that work together collectively to accomplish this mission, Sergeant Major. Outstanding, man. And I tell you that uh, when you talk about Integrator, I mean, to me, it's almost sounding like a superhero kind of word at the end. I mean, you're in helping integrate a holistic view on Redstone Arsenal. And I tell you what, that, you know, I think it's going to be addictive to everybody out there, no matter who's listening to it. I, you know, you talk about three working groups. You know, I'd like to explore a little bit of those three working groups. I know, and I'll go down the list of three working groups and toss it over to you to kind of, you know, um, elaborate on it a little bit. But, you know, one of the first working groups that Mr. Copeland was talking about is the Behavior, Health, and Spiritual Resiliency Working Group. Now, that group is, you know, 
pretty important, I think, along with the other two groups. But I want to toss it over to you, uh, Mr. Colvin, just to see your thoughts on this group and how it's going to help us here as a community get better at what we do. Okay, so one, I would like to uh, thank all of the working group members and the current working group chair. I hope he doesn't mind me. And, and the co-chair is sharing their name, which is Chaplain Barna and Dr. Ferguson, um, as well as the other team members. So the Behavioral Health and Spiritual Working Group. With COVID and other things going on in our life, our mental stability is extremely important. Along with that mental stability comes the spiritual resiliency. Uh, if we have a strong mind, and we have a strong spiritual or religious background, then that aids in the overall health of us and individuals within this community. So behavioral health and the spiritual resiliency working group is, is extremely important as part of one of our pillars of health. And one of those pillars that the Army Health Promotion Center talks about because the CR2C program is, is derived by the Army Public Public Health Center, they came up with this with this program, not for the Army, not just Redstone, but the Army overall, because family, physical health, and mental health enables us to sustain, not only to be able to fight our nation's mission and to work collectively through through our civilian workforce and our military workforce, but it, that also encompasses the family. If my wife and my children are sound mind and body and have a good religious or faithful background and are stable mentally, that enables me to do, whether I'm a civilian, whether I'm a retiree or a military service member, that enables me to work towards my units and my uh, military's mission. Now you're you're you hit the uh, head right on the spot on where we're, uh, as we look into these three groups when I think some of the theme around here is resiliency right as we build resiliency I think it really allows us to know and understand that it takes a community it takes a team to get through this we we want people to understand that you're not out there alone you know there are these groups that are helping feed information so that we can help resource out you know places or things you can do to help facilitate some of these stressors in these three groups you know as brian talked about in the behavioral health and spiritual resiliency working group they talk about things that are of concern through the community and see how we can help out you know the second group that i, I like to kind of explore is the family and social resiliency working group and uh and let you talk a little bit about that and see what you know what has been the talks in those groups or what do you think is going to come out of that uh, family and social resiliency working group? Well, Sergeant Major, as I stated early, family is one of the pillars to a successful, to a successful career and to a successful installation. You know, my, like I stated earlier, if my family is fine, then I'm fine. Dealing with family, especially during this time of COVID, there was a lot of isolation. There was a lot of of so-called six feet, a lot of the sports programs, a lot of the uh, the installation services that were available through ACS, through MWR, sports, a lot of that 
had to be halted because of COVID. COVID came and it changed a lot. So families had to stay at home. We had teleworking, individuals working at home. That's a big dynamic. My kids aren't in school. Kids were at home doing virtual education. My kids are at home. I'm at home. My family at home. That can be a great thing for an individual to deal with. So not saying with that dynamic, arguments happened, things happened, but the ability to overcome that and work through that is resiliency and come out and work together collectively wholly as a, as a family. When I say wholly, I'm talking about wholly as in W-H-O-L-E-Y, wholly as a family uh, is resilience. So our Family Social Resiliency Working Group, which is chaired by Mr. Rolf from ACS and Ms. Sony Benson, we work together collectively along with ACS, our military family, life consultant, and other installation service providers to, let me not leave these individuals out, our R2 personnel within these organizations, which, which was known as Unit Health Promotion Council uh, members. They play an intricate part in these organizations because they come from families. They hear uh, what's going on with their, within their organizations. They bring those thoughts, bring those ideas, bring those initiatives and trainings that they're providing to personnel within their organizations. They bring those to the working group along with the stakeholders. Uh, some individuals with the families may be experiencing financial difficulty. There are strifes and strains in marriages. So we work together collectively in that working group to come up with initiatives, figure out what we can do to combat those, those issues or those risks that families may or may not be facing. And then we also talk about the good and the positive things that are happening in those families. If we work together collectively and we share these ideas and thoughts, then we can make the, fine, the family dynamic something special, Sergeant Major. Yeah, I think uh, you used a key word in there, finding initiatives to help, right? To help uh, our individual workforce, our community, and it's really getting after, you know, the positives too, right? I mean, we, we do uh, sometimes tend to lean over to the negative thing, aspects of things, you know, this is going on, this is going on in my life and causing um, stresses and, and concerns, but what are some positives that uh, we can look at and kind of hone in on, or what are some facets of resources to help out the community that they can get involved with so it helps alleviate some of that stress that we're looking for either in the health and spiritual department the family and social residency working group department and then you know i like to, to explore that final um working group that you talk about and uh it's the physical health working group and, and to me you know it makes me think of the you know the term that we used to use while we're really uh, uh going in through the the covid pandemic was the quarantine 15 i think like you say with people just staying at home and virtual learning going on i i think there might have been some uh, weight gaining too as well possibly out there you know so when we talk about physical health and working group you know what what's your take on uh this aspect of the uh, CR2C program? So I, I will say this. Behavioral health, family, and physical health is wealth. Diet and exercise, uh, mitigating the use or stopping the use because some individuals turn to vices, smoking, alcohol, food. If we minimize uh, 
using or, or abusing or overusing some of these things, uh, then that can contribute to our overall overall health. And I will tell you, Fox uh, uh, Army Health Center, uh, along with the MWR program, as well as some of the other installation programs, um, they bring good ideas. Uh, I see the MWR program, especially uh, for these young Youth are are starting are having softball. I see that the sharp program is getting ready to have a walk. I will tell you that the phys physical health working group, which is chaired by Colonel Matkins, uh, as well as MWR U.S. Army Garrison Redstones, MWR Lori Serrani, she is the co-chair. Uh, we are looking at uh, starting a a walk here. Uh, which is going to be known, which we're going to run by to you. But this is something that we're talking about walking or exercising for better you. We only have one life to live on this earth. Health is wealth. You're absolutely right. And we try our best to take care of it. And I think with the CR2C uh, program, with those working groups and the initiatives and resources that we are putting together, it's really going to help get after health, wealth of our uh, working force and, and our soldier population, along with our civilian population here on uh, Redstone. And again, it's, it's not just Redstone-centric. It's for all the working forces out there. If you're chiming in from Korea, Germany, no matter where, you know, it's it's really promoting a, a program in, in those three facets of working groups to to find out initiatives, find out resources to to continue to help you out, so you don't feel like you're out there alone facing these these concerns or challenges. You know, there are people here to help out, get to the finish line, and continue pushing forward. Right. I'd like to ask you a question, you know, how important is it for people to continue to know about the CR2C program? Well, it's, it's extremely important. And I want to talk about something. If you live in this community, there's something that's coming out, if you don't mind me talking about it, Sergeant Major, the Community Strength Themes and Assessment uh, Survey. Uh, this survey is a 35-question survey. We want to we want individuals to include myself, if you're a part of this Redstone Arsenal community, to be heard. This survey is to identify uh, things that we can do better or continue to do to sustain as an installation. Uh, the positive things and some of the things that you some of the things that you see that we may need to be imp to improve. The senior commander, the garrison command team, is is adamant about the overall health and welfare of this community. This is one survey that can help identify and make this community available. This community, I want to thank, is being promoted uh, by our very own PAO. It's being promoted in Rocket. It is being promoted on other social media outlets here. This survey was available from April 1st, and it's going until 16 May. Uh, we get these results back. We'll come up with priorities to make this installation and to focus on to make this installation the best place that individuals will, work, will want to work and live. So it's very, this CR2C program is extremely important. It, important. It's for us. It's for our health. Please take the time, whether you're at work, whether that you, are, you are home, to Take advantage of and use all of the installation uh, services. Take the time to learn about 
and contribute and ask your spouses, ask your co-workers about these working groups and what you can do to contribute to these working groups to make your organization, your family environment and Redstone healthy overall. And this goes, this, this, this program, this CR2C is for soldiers, civilians, retirees, family members, and that's not, and let's not forget our contractors, Sergeant Major. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think, uh, you know, we, we always like to say vote with your feet. And I would tell you that this survey will allow um, the CR2C uh, program, the groups that work within those programs to strategize and, and get good feedback from you and, and see what we really need around this community to, to focus in on and make sure that we uh, put those on our top priority and, uh, and bring those types of resources to help um, our Redstone and surrounding community that are involved in the CR2C program or work around the installation. It is really just to continue to better our people. And this is a way to continue to better our people out. And I think it's really aligned with SMA's message and our um, Army Chief of Staff's message when we talk about uh, this is my squad and people first strategy. I mean, you're really taking it on. Uh, you've uh, brought it a long way. I think you're the right person to, to continue to push this forward. We had a good brief with our senior commander and he's real pleased with what's going on uh and uh you know by you guys helping us out in that survey will really allow you know us as leaders and those people that are participating in the cr2c program to to uh hone in on what really needs to be brought to the table to ensure that we bring those resources and get better at what we do you know as we uh close out you know i'd, I'd like to one, thank you, uh, Mr. Brian Copeland, for coming on to this show. The bottom line up front, you know, uh, you bring some good energy to this program, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Um, anything we could do to help out and continue to push the, 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 the bubble forward, uh, we're going to be uh, here to help out. Uh, also, uh, any last thing you'd like to, to close out with before we uh, close out the bottom line up front podcast? Uh, over to you, Mr. Brian. Well, Sergeant Major, I, I tell you, uh, I follow my lead. I got, I got a great supervisor. I got great team members, and the Garrison Command team uh, is a great team, to include the senior commander. I want to thank all of the individuals. We had our first CR2C the 26th of March, and there was maximum participation from the organizations uh, on the installation. Uh, so I, I appreciate being here. I thank the senior commander as well as you all and my supervisor and other team members for allowing me to contribute to our overall missions. It's a great place. Uh, Redstone is a place where individuals want to work, play. It's like uh, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. I've said this several times. Uh, we click our heels three times and say there's no place like home, no place like home, no place like home, Sergeant Major. Hey, thank you very much. And uh, again, we'll continue to promote health and wellness on, in our organization and around our community. Uh, and we need you to continue to give us that feedback so we know which direction to go. Uh, but thank you for uh, tuning in to the bottom line up front. I'm Command Sergeant Major Juan Jimenez, and uh, I am out of here. Thank you.